According to a global Gallup study, only 13% of the world's workforce is fully engaged. That means 87% of you are going to be underachievers. When you start a job, when you work, when you start any kind of new job, what do you do? You're excited, aren't you? I mean, when you go into this job, are you like, oh, I got a new job, yeah. <laughs> or you're like, wow, think of what is possible. Because you've got all these ideas and you've got all these things that you know are going to make things happen. And you know that there is a great future in front of you, don't you? And then, what happens? So yeah. I used to be managing director of this big consulting company in Korea. And you know what? Every single project that I worked on, I was successful. You may think, wow, Arthur, that's really great. I'll tell you, it's not what it seems. See, whenever you get really successful doing the same thing, what ends up happening is that your head starts to kind of get a little bit big. And you start to think, I am so awesome. <laughs> and then what happens is that you start to look at other situations where it's like, oh, you know, that can't be my fault because I am so awesome. When things go wrong, oh, it can't, can't be me, it must be you. Okay, and so therefore, I thought, hey, I'm so awesome. I'm going to go and I'm going to start my own business. So I started my own business and I took all of my money and on top of that I even borrowed another half a million dollars. Okay? One and a half years later after this, do you know what happened? Uh, I was I, I was not only just broke, I was a half a million dollars in debt. I don't know if you've ever been a half a million dollars in debt. Do not try this at home. <laughs> it's no fun. So I needed to get a job, and I got this job, and it was a pretty good job, and I was very excited, and I go into this job, and I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be amazing, this is going to be great, I know I can make a difference, I know I have plans, and think about one year into the future, what's going to happen two years into the future, I could see it, I knew I was going to be great, and about two weeks later, I started to notice that there were some people that were just kind of blaming each other. It's like, you know, the finance department, you know, they didn't give us the right budgets, and the marketing people are talking about the sales people. You know, they're over-promising. They're not actually following the process. And the other people over here are saying, you know, it's the, it's the sales department that is the problem. And the sales department's like, what? The customers? Everybody's blaming everybody. I thought, no, this, this can't be like this. There's, I know I can make a difference. I know I can make a change. Okay, and so then I started to come up with really great ideas, you know, okay, the big buzz these days is innovation, right? So I came up with all these really cool innovative ideas and I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be great. So I get some of the other people in some of the other departments to come over and I'd say, hey, you know, look, you've got some resources and I've got some resources and we can combine this and look at what we can do. And they said, look, you do your thing, we'll do our thing. Okay, no. your department, my department, all right, got it? And I'm thinking, what is wrong with these people? But I knew I could make a difference. I knew, I knew that I could make a difference. 
four and a half months later. You know what happened? I started blaming people. It's like all oh, the finance department, they didn't do this. And you know, the marketing people, they, you know. And then, and then people would come up to me and say, hey, Arthur, can you help me with this thing? I'd say, oh, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I got sucked in. I got sucked in to the culture. I went in there. I had everything I needed to succeed, but after a while, I gave up. You know that there are people in some companies that other people look at them and say, those are lazy people, right? Those people are bad. You know what? It's all a matter of perspective. You know, I don't like it when I see all these people being lazy. Guess what? I became one. I started doing a lot of busy work. You know, it's like nothing that was really productive, but I was busy. And I would go home and I'm thinking, my gosh, what is wrong with me? I wasn't satisfied with my job. I had given up that I could really be any success in real success in this organization. Sure, maybe I could get promoted sometime down the road, but could I really make a difference? No, I didn't think I could. I thought that I was doomed, and I couldn't quit because I needed the money. <laughs> and so, one day, I looked at myself and I realized I wasn't performing up to my potential. I wasn't being the person that I really was. I was being less. I was being less than I knew that I could be. And you know, there are people that can tell you you're bad, that can blame you for all stuff, but nothing is worse than when you look at yourself and you know, you know that what you're doing is less than what you're capable of. And so, I decided I was going to go and talk to these other bad people that were making my life difficult at work. And you know what? I found out something very interesting, something completely unexpected. I found out that these people were actual, real human beings. They actually had standards. They had dreams. But they also got sucked in. They got sucked in to the culture. And see, here's the thing. Every single one of us has the potential to be awesome. I mean, you look pretty awesome, right? And see, here's the thing. Culture, the environment that you work in, affects you. Let me ask you a question. How many of you have friends? Okay, well, there's at least a few. Okay, for those of you that don't have any friends, you know, maybe you can make some in the crowd. All right? So, let me ask you a question. When you are with your friends, together with your friends, do you act the same way as you do when you're at school, or at work, or with your parents? Do you act, do you have the same behavior? No. No. So why? I mean, is it like, no, no. At this place, I must act like this. I must change. <laughs> or, is it that 
Each environment literally brings out something different in who you are. So see, there are some environments, there are some groups of people that when you're together with these groups of people and you're like, wow, and you are unstoppable. You can do anything. You can literally create anything. You can be productive. You can be focused. You can create. You can be innovative. But what happens when you're with a different group of people? The group of people that say, oh my gosh, I have to go there again. And why does one group affect us so poorly when another group can bring out the best in us? Why? Why does that happen? The reason is because, as human beings, we have experience. We see things in specific ways and we believe that our way works. And here's the thing, we often focus on the process instead of the objective. If I were to ask you, do you believe that everybody has the same idea for the perfect ideal working environment, would you believe that everybody has the same thing or do you think everybody's got something different? I have asked that question and tested it in 37 different countries. 37 different countries. And across cultures, across age, across perspectives of education and philosophy, everybody from the janitor all the way up to the CEO, I can tell you that everybody at the end of the day, wants the same thing. They want the same ideal working environment. Let me tell you what the five main things that everybody wants is. Now I want you to think about this right now. While, you're, while, I'm, while I'm telling you this, think, what is your ideal working environment? Number one, okay, teamwork. People want teamwork. People want to be able to count on other people, work together, and accomplish things together. Okay, number two, they want a supportive environment. They want, if you've got an idea or maybe you've got some, some, some direction or something, at least people will listen to you. Okay, at least somebody's going to accept it. It's like, hey, maybe, you know, let's, let's at least try it. Maybe it's not going to work, but hey, maybe, you know, we can try something or maybe at least give you some credit. Maybe at least take you seriously. And we also want something related to clarity. We want to know what is required for us to succeed. We want to know what we have to do in order to move forward. We want to be better at our jobs. We want clarity of what to do, how to do it, and how to be great at it. We want clarity of where we're going to go and what is out there after we go there. We want something related to trust. We want people to trust us. We want to be able to trust other people. We want to be able to look at management and say, yes, I trust you. I know you have your, my best interest in mind. And I will do whatever I need because I will succeed in the process. But it doesn't always happen that way. 
And at the end of the day, the final thing we want, we want to have fun. We want to enjoy our work. I mean, how many of you would really love to go to a job where you say, I hate my job, but it's great. <laughs> you want to enjoy it. You want to be able to, to see your job as an extension of your life, not as a necessary part that helps you survive. And so, <clears throat> why do we focus on the process? See, we did a study last March, and we looked at the top leaders, okay? The people that were in top leadership positions, and we looked at those who actually were real leaders and really had people that were saying, wow, yes, I believe in you. And we also looked at the same kinds of people in the same kinds of situation, but who had no real leadership ability. Who basically created organizations through fear, through making people wrong. And we found something interesting. We found that the people who were the best leaders, the greatest leaders, the ones who really affected culture, affected people, those people had a higher awareness of themselves and the people around them. An awareness of how and why people do things. An awareness that their perspective is one perspective in a multitude of possibilities, that their way of doing things worked for them. I mean, how many times has, have you been in a situation where you know that you have a better idea than the person up there? Maybe it's your teacher, maybe it's your boss, and you know that your idea is better, you know it, but you don't say anything because what if, what if I'm wrong? What if I disrespect this person? What if, what if, what if they ask me to actually do something about it? <laughs> so we keep quiet. And we maintain mediocrity. We maintain being underachievers. See, awareness is not just about who you are, but it's about the foundational way that people perceive things. In the directive communication psychology colored brain model, we've identified that people literally have a genetic process of interpreting things. They can literally, for example, there are people out there who the moment that you, somebody says, hey, here's this idea. You'll say, wow, that's great. And immediately you start working on it. And then you start moving on it, and you start asking people some questions, and you start taking action. This is what is called chaotic processing. Then there's others of you that are, oh my gosh, why is this person doing it? And then immediately those people are thinking, no, no, no. I need to study this. I need to make sure that you literally have a structure, and this structure has to be like this, and like this, and like this. And once I understand that structure, then I can take action. And that's how I'm going to get clarity. And others, that's called linear processing, and others, others are intuitive. It's like, what, 
It just feels right. And they really can't explain it, but for some reason they just seem to have this intuition about how to get things done. And finally, you have people who are processing things through information, through data, connecting everything, lots and lots and lots of details. And these are called relational processes. See, what happens when we go into our jobs is that people make us wrong. Why? Not because we are wrong, not because we don't have potential, but because they see things literally through different colored glasses. I actually have some right here. Do I look cool? <laughs> if I'm seeing you through blue colored glasses and you're looking through red colored glasses and we're looking at the same thing, well guess what? It's going to look different and my way works for me and I'm really good at doing it my way, but what about you? Would you be equally as good doing it my way? Probably not. And so sometimes our managers set us up for failure without even realizing it. They set us up to be underachievers because they want us to focus on their process in order to reach the objective. They blame us. And we give up. So here's the thing. Everything is a choice. Because you know those managers that you're going to start working for? Okay? Those people, they were just like you. They had these dreams, they had these ideas, they had these possibilities. And when they started to work there, the new people and the managers there started making them wrong. And before them, it would be the other guys. And before them, and it was a cycle. Well, now it's your turn to break that cycle. Take control. Learn about who you are. Manage your own expectations about others. Don't expect these people to be able to see things exactly the way that you do. And don't expect them to do it for the same reasons that you do. And once we understand ourselves, we understand our environment, then we can take control. <coughs> and instead of being affected by our environment, you will be affecting the environment. Just like when you go into a group of friends and you take the lead and you change the entire dynamics of that group. <coughs> now it's your turn. So with that, I wish you great success. Thank you.